Happy October. What a crazy fast year. I mean, it just seems like things are flying by. We're almost at the end of 2017 and I feel like I just wasn't yesterday, but I definitely remember New Year's Eve Uh, because we had an event at Gaslight and it was fun. That's crazy. Anyway, um, what's weird about being an an adult are many things, but (laughs) you know, third grade seemed to take forever. But like adulthood, it's like shoom, shoom. Like it is just flying. Uh, anyway, that's just a rant. I hope you have a spectacular week. I hope you're excited about whatever's going on in your life. Uh, if you woke up, if you're listening to this, that means you have another opportunity to change the trajectory of your life. Um, at the risk of sounding, you know, like a hippie. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't care how it sounds. That's how I live. Um, I focus on the things that make me happy. And I tune out the things that make me unhappy. Um, not to the extent of living in a bubble. It's hard to live in a bubble and be in America and be a black female in her 40s. Um, there's only so much bubble I can I can find. <laughs> but, you know, I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm alive. And I'm grateful, you know, and I do tend to focus on the positive because I spent a good chunk of my life not focusing on the positive. You know, I think it's a fair question. I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day. It's like, if something makes you unhappy, why do you think about it nonstop? When I scroll through my Facebook feed, which I don't do very much because it's kind of depressing. But when I scroll through it, I just see so many people talking about stuff they hate. You know, if you hate it so much, why is it on your mind all the time? You know, it's never going to leave your mind. If if you think about it all the time, do you want to be unhappy? Do you want to think about things that make you pissed off? Like, I don't understand that. Um, And when the question was presented to me, I think I was reading a, a Wayne Dyer book and I thought, you know, that's a good point. Like when you break up with somebody, why do you think about them nonstop? You broke up with them for good reasons. So thinking about them means your businesses are finished with them. You're not ready to move on. So why did you break up? And then you go circle back and go, well, he does this and this and this. Now I'm like that. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, nothing's going to change. It's just going to keep going like that. Um, so I don't know. I'm saying all that to say, I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope you focus on positive things. I hope this life brings you what you want because it's short. And with all the chaos and trouble that we could focus on and that we clearly do focus on, I think it would be an elevation of consciousness to to just think about the things that we want to be in our lives and the people we want to be surrounded by and the love that's out there waiting for us instead of focusing on all the things that we can't stand because the more you focus on the things you can't stand I promise and guarantee that is all that's going to show up I've lived that I've seen that movie I wasn't that movie almost killed me more on that later and so I just wish you peace and happiness and love and in abundance And like have an amazing and blessed, prosperous week. I'm going to, and I think you should too. Okay. What is up with the aggression in the damn grocery store? 
Like I've I've gotten accustomed to aggressive driving. You look up and it's like somebody white knuckling it right behind you, bumper to bumper. You know, I don't care for that, but it happens so much, you know, so you just sort of start dealing with it and drive a little defensively. I work for myself. I work from home, so I don't really have to do a commute. So it kind of like rattles me a little bit, but then I'm like, thank God this isn't my life anymore. I don't have to do this all the time. So I get over that. But in the grocery store, what in the world? Like mad aggressiveness, like, you know, you put the little thing, you know, the little bar to separate your items. Like this morning, the lady, you know, was kind of in a huff, you know, and I had a lot of stuff. I buy a lot of gro- uh, a lot of fresh vegetables because that's what I eat. And so it takes time to ring that up. And so she had a little hyper energy, you know, and there wasn't a bagger. So it went a little slower than normal. And, uh, you know, before I could even get my card out of the reader, she was like up on like up on me. I had to almost bump into her to get the receipt from the cashier and I'm thinking what what benefit are you going to get from like 2 extra seconds of getting all up on me? You know, and I was so annoyed I didn't even really look her in the eye, which is not normally what I do. I normally look everybody in the eye who annoys me, but I was like this is going to come off wrong. If I look her in the eye today, it's going to come off in a way that I'm not intending. So it'll be better if I just, you know, send her some brusque energy and I didn't move my cart. I pretty much like made myself have to hit her to show her like, you know, I almost said a bad word. <laughs> But I almost wanted her to be, you know, I wanted her to know, like, back up. You know, there's there's no reason for that. There was one time I was in a grocery store here in St. Louis in the Ladue neighborhood. And, you know, it's in Ladue, but this particular part of Ladue is pretty regular. And uh, it's right on the edge of U-City, Clayton, Ladue. And so I'm, I was in there, and I kid you not, this lady, I mean, she was up on me as much as close as you could possibly get to another human being through the whole time and this the lady today kind of just came up while I was already being checked out this this other person I was behind somebody else and dude she was so aggressive I stopped putting my stuff on the belt because I couldn't even get my stuff down before she was trying to put her stuff on the because I saw I put my little stuff back in the car and I was like excuse me you seem really really uh anxious to get this going I'm not in that big of a rush, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go to another line. And she was like, no, no, I'm not in a hurry. I was like, yeah, you clearly are. No, no, I'm not, I'm not being, I was like, yeah, you are. And I'm getting out of this line. Cause, you know, if you get up on me a little bit more, I'm really gonna say something that's not polite. So, you know, I don't understand this passive, it's not even passive, it's just straight aggression in the grocery store line. And if you're that in your head and you got that much to do, then maybe, you know, either you don't need to be out in public at that time or you just need to relax. Because I guarantee you that couple of seconds or a couple of minutes of you getting all up on me or getting all up on the person in front of you and you taking up their their conveyor belt space with your uh, little bit of stuff that you got to get on there immediately. And it's like you. So you think I can fit my stuff in this little bit of space that you've allotted me? It's like it's the damn grocery store. I don't understand that. And this is just an unsolicited rant. <laughs> and if this is you, calm the F down. And I know I could use the real word, but, you know, ain't no FCC, but 
you know, I don't, I have a great vocabulary, so I don't need to be profane all the time, but that really annoys the crap out of me. You know, stop, stop pushing up on me in the grocery store or stay at home. Whatever your thing is, get over it. If that's you, you need to stop doing that because you, you going to get got, you going to get dealt with (laughs) certain people don't like it. I don't like it, but I'm not rude, but some people are rude and they'll hurt your feelings. All right, one more rant. <laughs> See, it ain't all uh, peace and love. I got some things that get on my nerves, too. Um, I'm a film major. My name's Judith Culp. I study film at Howard University, the mighty, mighty HU. HU, you know. Um, love the school. Uh, study film also at Webster University. I don't know if they have a catchy little phrase like we do at Howard. Um, but anyway... I have a good amount of friends who are filmmakers, screenwriters, media makers. They produce filmed content and, you know, they're pitching constantly, struggling to get the funding to get their shows or films or projects funded. You know, when I get time, I will go back to doing that as well. (laughs) But hopefully my efforts on this side of my business will be able to fund those projects a lot more easily. Anyway, I digress. What I have to say is I know people who have good quality projects. And if you ask me, I can give you a good quality project. What is up with these period pieces? So I'm I'm done with the remakes. Okay, I'm over that. But when it comes to black films or anything with black people in it, which I guess that would make it a black film, whatever. However you define it, it's, it's outside of Get Out, which was a horror film, which I'm assuming no one thought would do the box office that it did. Where are the contemporary films with black people in them? Like in today's world, you know, that ain't a horror flick. You know, I'm sorry. It's like, here comes Thurgood Marshall. And that's dope. Reggie Hudlin's great. I love Reggie Hudlin. Boomerang is one of my favorite all time films. I'm not hating on nobody. But I just don't understand. And yes, I get it. But sometimes negates the beginning of your sentence. I just, I really don't understand this studio system. Um, Think about it. The Best Man, uh, Love Jones, anything like that wouldn't even get made today. It's not even coming out. It's it Maybe it might be on Netflix, but like in a theater? And while we're on it, this isn't ethnic, but where the hell is Julia Roberts? Like I saw her in a commercial the other day and I'm like, what the hell has she been doing? Like, where's she been at? You know, it's like the movie business is struggling. Yes, they're making more money than they've ever made. But creatively, I mean, they've lost their soul. I mean, they've just sold their soul to the cash register because I don't care. You can make billions of dollars off the films if you want to, but the content is terrible. And... You know, I I don't know when it's going to bounce back, but it needs to come back in a big way, which means there's an opportunity. You know, there's an opportunity for somebody to get in there and make a difference. But I don't know if you can fix this studio system. But, you know, I'll ask one of my filmmaker friends to come on and expound uh, upon that topic. But for me, in terms of black films. I'm tired of Selma. I'm tired of the slave movies. I'm not going to watch another slave movie. I'm so sorry. And, you know, people, you know, you got to support it, my friend. You got to support it. I'm like, no, I don't. 
I don't got to support it. I I understand that slavery happened. I understand that I'm the descendant of slaves. I've seen, you know, my ancestry. And I went back and on my dad's side, they clearly go back to when, you know, we were on slave rolls. I saw my relatives as property. It's sobering. It's upsetting. I recognize that it happened. I don't want to watch 15 movies about it, though, you know, over and over and over again. You know, how does that advance the narrative? And I'd love to see a love story. I don't think these young people have ever seen a movie with black people in it that are in love. And I don't mean lust. I mean love. I mean, we have really been degraded in terms of the quality of cinema. And nobody's mad about it. Or if they're mad about it, you just really don't hear about it. You know, girls trip or whatever that that's great. But what where I'm not discounting that. However, there are other stories to be told. I know because I've told them my friends are telling them, why can't we get funding? It makes absolutely no sense. That's why I'm taking over the world. Everything I'm doing on the on the music side and the licensing side, all of that is to fund the other side of my business. And you just got to watch us because we're about to take the crown, y'all. I'm I'm over this. I'm I'm coming for the crown. <laughs>